When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, Friday Form Panel. Toby McKinnon and Dan Malicki joined by Greg O'Connor. Rub it in, Greg. How are you, mate? And whereabouts are you? And what's the weather like? Horrible. Morning to you, Toby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm actually looking outside and there's a couple of clouds, which I'm disappointed in because it has been blue sky pretty much all the way through. But uh, just sitting over at Albion Park, um, doing some work leading towards tomorrow night. Of course, I've got action here. Uh, this afternoon into the early evening, but uh, yeah, the two Group One races here tomorrow night, exceptional, and can't wait to uh, get back on track and, of course, get the opportunity again to see the superstar of Queensland in Leap to Fame. Now, before I hand you over to Dan, because I'll, I'll be interested in Dan's thoughts on Leap to Fame. He draws gate six. He's going to have to be three wide, I think, for two bends. If he goes forward at the start, he won't get there initially. It'll take some time to work there. If he goes back and comes with one run from the 1,000-metre mark, it's still two bends he's got to be three wide in, which probably means if they run 150, he's going to have to run 148, 147.5, something like that, just to beat them. If he does that, do you think he can do that, Greg? And do you think he just wins? Or or are you a little bit sceptical like a few people that it might just be too tough? No matter how good a champion is, they just can't win every race sometimes. Yeah, it's it's a big question for the race, isn't it? Um, the the first part that um, I suppose doesn't concern me was is this race an afterthought? Is this was this race always on Grant's radar? He keeps his uh, cards very close to his chest, as as you well know. But um, often I think when a uh, a pathway, if you like, changes, um, sometimes it can come back to bite you on the backside. Maybe this horse is just exceptional, or maybe I'm trying to find a reason to get him beat, but. Um, I was out there yesterday and, and spent a bit of time with Grant in the paddock um, while the horse was just picking at some grass. And he's in awe of him, and, and obviously he's come through the run so well that he's decided to go this week. Uh, this is his first crack at free-for-all level, and he, he's chosen to, to take a, a, a short-distance race, a mile, uh, against horses that, well, obviously Black Dance holds the record here at 49-2. If they go somewhere near that and he's no closer than three wide for the entire race, then he's he's going to have to be everything um, some Queenslanders and, and Australians think he is, an absolute champion. And uh, if he wins this week and then wins the Blacks of Fake next week, then obviously he heads to the Eureka and then he's got the Editor Minion at the end of the year here. And, um, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's something to celebrate. But if, if he wins tomorrow night, it, it's going to take a, a monumental performance. Daniel, as I say, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, uh, Greg. Um, yeah, I think you're right. I don't think there's any doubt about it at all. Um, his name now has uh, has now entered the the minds of uh, of the, the the other code people that follow the other codes. And and when the horse of um, that stature ends up um, getting into the the mindset of you know your greyhound and your thoroughbred uh, supporters, they they often think that they're in unbeatable in whatever race that they go in, but. Um, this is against older horses. He, he's he's got to be more vulnerable than he has been in other races. Doesn't mean he shouldn't be favoured. Doesn't mean he shouldn't be able to win the race. 
Um, but the race shape and the race distance, and I think the respect you've got to have for the opposition. And, and the other aspect of it, because it is a short, sharp race, I think it, it'll actually prep him better for that Blacks of Fake and what's ahead of him and put that sharpness into him because he's had some... Look, they've looked dour. I know it's not just a staying horse, um, but he is better over a, a, a middle distance because he can build up throughout the course of a run. He can virtually strangle them. He's so strong, but here they could be too zippy. But he might be the one that's too zippy, but I reckon it'll benefit him more for the Blacks of Fake, and that's why they've lent to go to this race. It sharpens him up. They might not better tomorrow night, it might be for the next time that he draws the front line, if indeed that's going to be the Blacks of Fake. So I'm not thinking eggs all in one basket about this race. I reckon it's more for the race after. Hard to argue with you, Dan, and when you consider the horses that are drawn to his inside, you've got a Nullarbor winner and better zip it. You've got Icast No Shadow, who's a Len Smith and Inter Dominion winner. Mm. Black Dance, who holds that record. Magnificent Storm, who... Was in need of the run last week. Ray Williams made that quite uh, obvious to me pre-race, and um, he's drawn four. So the, the, the early stages of the race, you can't see him firing off the gate, although last week he pulled him back and just worked into it. Um, I, I think he'll do the same again here, but it's over a shorter distance with a better quality of horse drawn to his inside. What a, yeah. yeah, go, Dan. Yeah, I was going to say that I, I, it's pointless going there and just going back. My mindset is that he wants to sharpen him. He, he wants to give him that hard run off the gate because mm. he's fully fit now. He's had his four runs back. Fitness is not an issue. It's just about tinkering, getting him right for that blacks of fake. Not that he's not there to win on Saturday night, not at all. But I can't see the point of him not wanting to be up there in the early part. If he goes back, he's conceding. So I suspect that he's going to just have to bide his time potentially wide and push on. I think you intimated that, Toby, as well. Yeah. So he may well be three deep early, but um, unless he toils to get there, it's hard to imagine some of those other horses not wanting to take a sit on him if he's there by the 1,200. The longer he takes to get there, the less likely he is going to get to the death seat. If that is the scenario, potential scenario, Greg, are we overlooking the fact that whoever's in front may want to sit behind him and be a better chance of outsprinting him if he works to get there? Or do you reckon that's uh, an unlikely scenario? I think it's unlikely because last week, uh, my ultimate Roddy, um, he clearly conceded with a lap to go and thought, well, I, my, I, I really respect this horse, that's Cam Hart, and I, I think my best opportunity to run second is to take a trail. These horses will not only be thinking about Saturday night's race, but the following week mm. and, and trying to find a way uh, to beat him. So if he gets to park early, then I think he'll win. If he has to sit three wide um, because you're going to have an I cast no shadow and a black to dance, trying to get to the park position first. Do they, are they happy to sit on his back? Um, yeah, it's an intriguing part of the race, and that's not even factoring in a horse like Spirit of St. Louis, who is an outstanding uh, follower of speed as well. And, and if, if there is to be a benefactor, um, it'll, it'll be him, I, I believe. Um, he's in great form, and he was terrific winning at Menangle last time, but the race will have to pan out for him perfectly for him to be able to win. What about Mac Dan? Dan? 
back to him, Dan. Well, look, he's he's a very good horse that if he ends up sitting behind Better Zip It, Better yeah. Zip It is pressured and made vulnerable by uh, Leap to Fame. Mac Dan will be right there. He's often in the mix in all of the big races. Um, and as he's got older, he's probably not as fast off the gate as he once was. He's still quick, but he, he, he can get more dour and, and that race shape would suit him. He's got to be a winning chance under that scenario, but better zip it's got to be able to lead first because Magnificent Storm has got to have a bit of a crack. I mean, there's enough gate speed there to sustain pressure to better zip it. And I reckon they'll want to fight for that spot and the harder he fights for it but leads, the better chance McDam will have. He certainly will, MacDan. I think he's a great chance uh, as better zip it has been declared to be holding the front by Jason Grimson. Uh, Greg, uh, the mayor's race is an intriguing race. The Golden Girl, Manhattan gets her chance. She was terrific in two of those three runs. Soho Astoria won the Oaks up there last year. More Vita was terrible up there last year, but she's a much more mature horse. And Braveview Kelly is one of the leading mares across both sides of the Tasman over the last few years. Uh, it's a great race, mate. And uh, while we've got you, before we run out, we've got still got six minutes left. We, we want to get a tip from you that's not scratched this week too. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, <laughs> I can, uh, I can try, try, try and help you with that. Uh, just before I get to the Golden Girl, you asked me about Beckham. I did promise you I was Oh, deliver. yes. I to, spoke to Mark Purden. Um, he had a mystery illness, still not really diagnosed uh, by the vets, but he's had six months out, so you won't be seeing him, and I doubt you would have been seeing him. Yeah. Uh, anyway, g- given the the level that he would have to race at, and he's still a maiden, so um, but he did say very very nice horse. So put that in your black book. You you follow it, and when he when he does get back to the races, um, he's a he's a very very good horse. Um, yes, the Golden Girl. Well, it almost feels like a a, a Kiwi race because Manhattan Brave You Kelly, uh, Total Diva, and Amora Vita and BK Swy. I've seen plenty of in New Zealand. Uh, Bob Butt arrives tomorrow morning. He wanted a good barrier draw when well, he couldn't have got a better one to secure the trip across here. And um, you just completely rule the line last week because obviously she broke uh, broke gear and uh, her prior two runs were exceptional. I have total confidence she'll lead. Um, she showed really good gait and speed last week as well. And um, when she's in front of this horse, she's incredibly hard to get past. In saying that, she's got Brave You Kelly directly on her back. Uh, she was great here last week. She's been she's been great for the last twelve months. Um, she'll she'll take some beating. She she can um, certainly have a have a crack up the passing lane. The only thing I'd say to that is Manhattan very rarely gets beaten when she's in front. She's a horse that just will not let other horses run past her. It's only a short straight here. And I, I was speaking to Brittany Graham about it the other day, and she was saying because of the the shortness of the straight here at Albion Park. When they're running a 27 second or maybe even less than that last quarter, to make up that length and a half to get past the leader is never easy. So, yeah, I'm going to factor that in as well. Um, and then you've got Soho Historia, who, you're right, was brilliant last year, fresh up today. And I spoke to uh, the Emma Stewart camp yesterday, and uh, they're very pleased with where Amora Vita is at. So, um, yeah, it's going to be an intriguing contest, but I'll be plumbing for Manhattan. What about a more Vita, Dan? Can you make a case for her? She was she was very good last year, late in the season. She, I think she got back to her best from a, the two-year-old, what she promised as a two-year-old, and had that one start and was a very good second. I think she's primed to nearly take the step up into being, becoming arguably the best mare in Australia behind Ladies in Red. Well, she's definitely got stronger since she's joined mm. the Emma Stewart camp. I think she was just a brilliant horse, a brilliant sit sprinter, and now... 
she's got a bit of stamina about her. Um, so, uh, look, she'll run really well, but as Greg pointed out, the barrier draws, if Manhattan leads, it's got to be a huge advantage. And who's the horse that's going to put the pressure on Manhattan to make her a little bit vulnerable to give the, a, a horse like an Amore Vita a better chance? She might have to make her own luck and maybe over the shorter trip she won't get enough time to do it. She can win it, there's no doubt about that. Um, change the barrier draws and she'd be the, the dominant favourite. But um, perhaps uh, in the weeks ahead there are races that would might, that might suit Amore Vita better. And a tip, Greg? Yeah, I like Narano in the second race. Um, really good last week uh, from a, a pretty handy position on the markers. Draws barrier one. Um, yeah, they'll be pressing for some higher honours of this horse, I think, uh, over the next 12 months. So I'm pretty keen on Narano, and I see there's money come for it too. So race two, number one, the best of the night for me. I reckon he won a Wangaratta Cup, then you called it, Dan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah very, very nice horse too. It built up a really good profile, a good win ratio, good sit sprinter as well. He's got a lot of sharpness in uh, his repertoire. And, um, yeah, he's pretty smart horse. that looks well-placed there, Greg, particularly in a new stable. When you're talking, yep, happy to be with him. Yeah, when you're talking to Stuart today, mention Balboa Rock. My brother's got a share in it, so just, just quietly. Uh, excellent here, sitting parked and, um, you know, really strong to the line. Has a, has a perfect barrier draw. I will definitely ask the question. No, no problem there at all. And drawn to get, uh, you know, the perfect run behind the horse that they've really come for with the bookies synchroniser. But, yeah, I was impressed by Balboa Rock. Uh, Trista Dixon gave me a nice push for the horse yesterday too. So, um, yep, I'll be with Balboa Rock in, in the big uh, uh, APG final. That's what we wanted to hear. Greg, thank you so much, mate. We'll do it again Monday. We'll have a wrap-up on Monday if we can with you again. Uh, keep up the great work, uh, and thank you. Good on you, boys. Thanks very much. Cheers.